Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Press Start to Play. I'm your host Ayush, and once again, I'm joined by Manas and Sushir from Gamefin. Hi. Hello. And uh, today we have a very special episode because we have guests over uh, from all the way from Kolkata. We have uh, Lena Kejriwal and Satyajit Chakraborty, uh, the oh. the people behind uh, Missing Link, the complete saga. Uh, it's an interesting game that's coming out of uh, our Indian subcontinent and uh, it's really nice to talk to you know the people behind it and the idea behind it uh, so sushir and uh, manas they have some questions for you uh, and i'm going to be uh, i'm going to be joining in from time to time so okay. say hi guys say hi guys hi guys i really hello, happy hello hello thanks for having us really <laughs> yeah yeah uh thanks for coming over guys uh let's let's kick let's kick off this podcast sure, as soon sure, as possible sure, sure. i'm i'm all in uh, for the question and all everything so so yeah. so this, so I'll, i'll go first over here i'll i'll, I'll take yeah. uh, manas take the bad seat uh <laughs> so uh satyajit and uh, lena to some of our audience who might not be aware of the work that uh, you have done on our or are doing uh you know can can you give us uh, like a you know, like an introduction to you know like what are you doing as an artist as a creator what is the idea behind the missing the complete saga it's um hi everybody i'm really thanks again for being getting me on this and making me talk about what i love what i'm doing so i'm an artist i'm, I'm a photographer artist and driven by an issue of sex trafficking of young girls it was some sort of an inner calling or whatever you call it i never imagine i'll have it but it was a moment which came to me when i entered a red light district way back in i would say 1999 2000 and um since then that became a really intensive subject of all my artwork since the whole um the next century and um but the more i did it i realized i wanted to really talk to the public and to the people because when i was in the space working with other friends who have ngos in the red light district i realized that it's actually very economics driven it's a demand and supply curve where you get young girls who get trafficked because there's a demand so who's who's making the demand it's the public it's like all these amazing communities all of us we are part of it and so but nobody in the anti trafficking space was really talking to this everybody was really working on rescue protection rehabilitation but how do you keep the flux from stopping is because of the demand and i just realized like just like me there were so many others who were so unaware of what they were really doing to increase the demand so starts with me really creating really complicated installations in gallery spaces and that's when i realized no i wanted to talk to the public and i started a public art campaign so i um this journey sort of condensed my whole language and this missing silhouette was born and it was launched at the india art fair really amazing reviews uk guardian says missing blooms of the india art fair but i'm still an artist and i'm in my studio and i really want to get my installations out and i'm at a kind of a roadblock so what do i do then i i stumbled upon one or two really amazing social media campaigns and then i said okay let me do a crowdfunding and i did a crowdfunding for the missing campaign and from the first kitty which i received i said i have to go tech that's when the missing game was born okay so so, so initially uh, sorry mat go so on the crowdfunding was for a different project or it was for a video game starting off right 
it was for uh, three parts it was for the installation and at that very moment also i realized that today if i really wanted to reach to people i really have to use tech so tech based scale up will be much easier i didn't expect my serious self seeing myself going and knocking at everybody every door every door i wanted to land into people's phones and start talking to them so that kind of intuitiveness was there and i actually crowdfunded for an augmented reality app but i got this group of summer interns sitting with me and saying why augmented so what will make me keep this app on my phone okay so my cellular will come alive so kya when i was like really aghast my hard earned crowdfunding money going into an app which people might not even look that's when i saw a game for change and i i just know one person in the gaming community in calcutta uh, rajat agarwal and i said rajat i want to create a game for change and he introduced me to mr satyajit chakravarty nice so <laughs> that's the origin of missing yes uh, i just wanted to ask like uh, uh, you know you said you wanted to reach people uh, like uh, get your message across to people via tech so uh, like why not like a you know get to their phones lo like i i agree ki the game is an interesting idea like also why not like videos or uh, some other form of tech like you know because uh, games can be even uh, even now games can be kind of niche even though india mein to mobile gaming has become uh, quite popular in fact uh, so how did you decide you know the game is the idea how you because this is quite a serious and sensitive topic and games are often looked at uh, like i don't i disagree of course like i i'm old and still play games but games are looked at you know it's for young, younger people or it's like you know more childish audience was young i wanted okay, to use okay. adolescent i wanted to reach a new community and i'm actually I'm a creative person so narrative creative work has been a part of the journey and films have been done i've seen films on the issue but i just felt that games because it's more experiential it's something which you are in control of it's i think going to be a more powerful medium to really make a longer lasting impression of what we are kind of saying and that's what made me gay and when i was uh, i actually somebody shared with me a anim- uh, artwork clip illustration and animation clip for an augmented reality app and that person sent me a list of games and one or two of them were the games for changes so instead okay. of saying the artwork i was like this genre i said wow what is this it was on syrian refugees in darfur okay. at that time and i said no i think this this is a more exciting thing to do okay yeah that's very interesting i like the idea like i've uh, i think the game you mentioned the syrian refugees i've played one of those yeah. uh, where like a lady is talking to her husband through her phone and you're reading through those chats it's it's like a game you're responding uh, yeah i've and which i saw something different okay, and okay. i didn't like it so much i just liked the genre okay mm-hmm. and so that's when i met uh, and i showed that to satyajit and of course mm-hmm. he never even being near this issue he thought he's like holier than thou he made red light red light nahi jata i took him to a red light i told him this is the issue he was really aghast at what i was setting out to do okay interesting that must so, have been an experience uh, <laughs> so th- so this is the question hello gone sushi yes yeah so this is a question directed to satyajit uh satyajit can you tell us something uh, about uh, like uh, you know uh, you know flying robot studios uh, your team mm-hmm. behind uh, you know missing the complete saga where i situated how big is your team 
uh, how many years have been have you been working behind this uh, can you tell us something about it okay okay uh, flying robot studio um, was founded in 2012 uh, it, it's uh, it is a solo studio i'm the only person it's not like um, i'm the only one working on the game all the all the works are kind of being subcontracted and as an indie i i i, I have uh, worked before in big companies animation companies and i know how hard it is to sustain in a kind of very dynamic industry with um, kind of if you want to retain employees you know uh, because good employees are very costly and they don't want to sit between projects you know so it's right. very difficult so um, what do i have is a network of people subcontractors and every, and very close friends of mine who are in calcutta also um, but all the works that we do is uh, through subcontracting in uh, for example in in complete saga there are five people working right now and all are subcontracted artists programmers and all uh, sound designers everybody so um in other projects also we do the same thing uh, from 2012 we're doing these things and um, hopefully we will try to sustain with without kind of absorbing employees it's been nice so far but i don't know if in future we may expand but i i have done this before and this is a decision that should be taken with a it's lots of kind of uh, projections and works in hand and everything it's very difficult decision so right now it's like that so what role do you uh, like do uh, primarily uh, satyajit like are you into animation or you are you into game design uh, like what role do you do primarily at the at the studio um i am a kind of like a jack of all trade so mm-hmm. um from game designing to sound designing something like that so um programming and all uh, in uh, different projects i kind of tend to take different role but mostly the game design work is kind of uh, the thing that i am mainly concerned about i never give that away to somebody else um only uh, artworks programming sound design uh, stuff like that those are kind of mostly subcontracted so but the main games and all the games are mostly designed and written by me sometimes i uh, hire writers also to uh, polish the write write ups and dialogues and all um, mm-hmm. like we did in missing one mm, uh, that 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 is the my role and uh, this is this is the thing i always wanted to do and doing it <coughs> so such so uh, yeah go on, go on. Uh, it's just a silly question so satyajit the uh, one funny thing that i noticed about was uh, the name of your studio and uh, like if if you don't mind me asking does yeah. the term come from johnny soko flying robo yes yes like, yes, yes, yes yes okay <laughs> so uh, yes. this for uh, younger audience doesn't know johnny soko <laughs> flying robo is like uh, was a quite maybe. a hit series back then <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's a 90s thing 90s guy yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, I, I actually what happened over there like when i left my previous studio that uh, i was leading as a um a cto uh, the thing is like um when i started to uh, start conceiving a new studio 
I tried to went back to my childhood. Like, what was the first impre- uh, kind of um, uh, experience of a, like a fantasy, and what was the first thing that I I was um, really uh, impressed me and mad about. Only thing I got back and back and back and got back is like. I used to uh, I, I I love that flying robots to, uh, flying robot uh, Johnny Sokandi flying robot I was mesmerized with that franchise and all the shows that were coming on Doordarshan and all so um that was the uh, that was the first uh, kind of uh, spot of thing creative thing that maybe shifted my whole uh, career all whole mindset into this kind of thing where fantasies are there where has something apart from reality is there uh, and i i remember i i was stubborn enough for uh, to keep my private tutor waiting <laughs> till i finish that show <laughs> i was not studying before that show ends or something like that and so, it shows how stubborn you are <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know so, right yes yes so any anything else i was not that stubborn for any other thing but uh, for johnny sugo i was adamant like you know and so i i picked that that thing uh, i think we were uh, I, it, it's a kind of philosophical thing but i think we are most honest version of ourselves at our childhood only after that many layers of ego forms and we <laughs> lose ourselves mostly so uh, the thing is like i went back to that I went back to and want to stay there, and uh, that was the inspiration to for the studio name. Yeah, Sachidit, I wanted to ask like uh, Lina mentioned that when she took you to the red light district and you were quite taken aback. So uh, I wanted to hear from you like what was your reaction to what was happening and what made you decide that you'll pick up the project and make a game around this, given the sensitive nature of the topic as well. Ah, ah. okay. Uh, <laughs> Lena is laughing because <laughs> she is the mastermind on that. So the thing is like she and um, I am for from a fantasy space. Okay, my video games are mostly fantasies, mostly uh, maybe ninety nine percent or more than that. Um, and she is from a uh, reality space. Like everything is real, completely real in in her world. Even the inspirations that she has for her paintings and all. those are from reality as well uh, the thing is um, when missing one started i i started kind of uh, i was taken back like what what is going on like this is not a subject that can be handled by a video game like video games are not made for that maybe this is not the medium for that maybe not not the that so at our first meeting i was like i i took some time from her like <laughs> let me just give it this thing a thought at all if it's kind of a viable project for a video game something so uh, i went back i i uh, i thought on that i thought on everything like uh, it uh, it's something uh, if it if it's kind of uh, going to be done it has to be something had which had been very uh, attempted very few times in the media with the media of video games uh, video games never go into that territory they uh, dislike or kind of keep it aside um so what hasn't been done it got its own charm of challenge in it you know like okay as a game designer i was feeling challenged like 
so this is uh, something um, uncharted thing that has its own kind of um, thrill into it designing it and understanding the player experience as a game designer every game designer kind of try for uh, player experiences like how the players are playing and they kind of feed on that you know so this this kind of thing should generate this different kind of player experience that that would be interesting to see so we when i went on kind of uh, designing that but what happened i was lacking inspiration from like uh, like information and how the things are handled in other mediums like movies or literature or something like that so i designed my first um, draft and we went into production with that draft of uh, game design with with inspirations from literature and movies and all you know so in between that I, uh, lina met me and uh, told me like uh, come with me let let me take you somewhere like where she didn't kind of reveal or something so uh, lina um, took me to these two distinct areas one was the village on kultuli it's a it's a some somewhere near sundarbans okay if mm-hmm. you know sundarbans area it's a completely remote place <laughs> there is there is nothing there no industries nothing so it's it's a something like a desert even if it's like a lush green place mm-hmm. looks good uh, wonderful to visit but it there is no way any economy there is no ecosystem of economy over there Mm-hmm. Another place is the red red light district. It's a completely shabby, <laughs> uh, like uh, uh, where you avoid the places you avoid. You know, uh, something something like that. We are trained to avoid socially uh, from our childhood or something like that. Those areas. So those two were, were very new experience for me. And <clears throat> upon uh, talking with the supervisor, uh, uh, I I it appeared like this is this is something that was were, were never been told in any media. Mm-hmm. it it is too too bad for any medium people uh, kind of um, get uh, it, it's too maybe maybe it's ruthless or brutal or whatever it is very uh, very mundanely uh, rude you know it's like the rudeness and and the brutality is very mundane over there mm-hmm. and so it's it's so there is no uh, hero's journey over there <laughs> no nothing is happening so mm-hmm. you cannot actually take any form of literature fiction um, works and the way they work over there like in a movie or a, or a or a fiction book and and put it into there and find some inspiration from there there is no connection between it mm-hmm. so but what i i i, I the, the the interviews actually um uh, made me uh, throw away all my design works over there i i kind of made up my my mind like um, this is this is the thing that we I, i'll be telling over there in the missing one uh, this is this is what the missing one so uh, telling about that uh, in the way it is not changing a bit of it or something like that i'll i'll translate all the brutality all the unfairness into <laughs> a medium which is kind of famous for its kind of fairness and balance and mm-hmm. um, player agency this thing i'm going to take away the player agency even if the player is kind of uh, the player is not going to be feeling um, all powerful into it 
uh, with with something uh, some superpowers or any kind of powers that is going to change the world or something like that i'll go mm-hmm. everything that is soon be done with video games and see how the players react to it so mm-hmm. and also like uh, there was something uh, in in after meeting those things those girls and all because this is going to be a video a video, a video game for mobiles and all there are some things like it is so bad it is so brutal but like for example like we 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 play video games and everything we are in a separate world altogether like a parallel universe altogether uh, and and um, and just parallel to that this thing is happening and we are we are shied away from this thing there is no connection between that and we we uh, sometimes we may kind of do some kind of social work or something like that never really connecting with this thing and never really understanding these things Mm-hmm. This fair, fair that the unfairness is, is in that it is so unfair for a society to have these two parallel things. One a video gamer sitting with with his Xbox, and mm-hmm. and a prostitute in his quarters. It's so unfair. So there, there needs to be some kind of balance striking over there. What mm-hmm. if I put that player who is kind of privileged, super privileged maybe? into a place where he would be unprivileged in the in in the true sense not mm-hmm. any 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 kind of fantasy sense like not dressing up as a beggar mm-hmm. thinking as a beggar i want want the player to think like a prostitute or a pimp of a prostitute change his yes, her, or his or her mindset on to into that the motto was there and and for that i used all the things that i gathered up from the interviews that lena pushed me through Mm-hmm. and try to get that into that game as much as possible so that even playing that game from myself becomes like a painful experience for example mm-hmm. i if you play the game you will see there are elements of fantasy as the, at, at near the end of the game uh, that is completely imaginative fantasies and something like that 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 is that was also from me where i feel so felt so depressed about after playing this game i felt to felt that there should be some fantasies into in <laughs> to make a break into to give a break to the player it's being torturous to the player of this game <laughs> the whole game experience would be torturous to the player so let's give a kind of um, a little bit um breath of fresh air into of fantasies over there so that how it kind of formed the whole thing formed from from a real survival uh, kind of um interviews and all and mm-hmm. i just translated that from my instinct it's not like uh, i have done many very beating or something i just translated it as a reality into a game experience over there so right that's how it's happened i would like to say uh, kudos to lena for you know uh, taking satish through that and like uh, he definitely seems a changed man you know <laughs> from from his point of view satish for embracing it and uh, doing something which really was like a pleasant surprise when the game came out Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah definitely and and, and I, w- i would say so like uh, uh going for empathy instead of sympathy is like uh, something that's that's a that's the goal that you're trying to go for with the video game right so uh it's a definitely a very uh i say lofty idea or uh, for a video game like you like you say the things that you want to take away player agency um abilities or like just like the uh quality of life uh, options that we expect in a video game today 
uh, all of these are very challenging uh, aspects and like uh, uh, it will be interesting to see how th- they actually turn out yeah so uh, a question to lena over here uh, uh, what made your reality clash with this uh, shadowy world uh, what what made you interested in in uh, the whole uh, you know situation of missing girls and you know talking about it or working on it and uh, do you think uh, like our present audience of any kind of media in india is ready to understand this kind of sensitive issue without having like a polarizing reaction so oh yes totally i feel the total reason why uh, people are unaware because of lack of awareness and lack of understanding of the space because i know there were many like me who ha it's really sad it's really bad it's sympathetic but at the same time nobody really knows how to traverse that line and say what can i do about it or what am i doing actually to make that girl stand there so that oh, i saw that whole gap when i was in my journey of that space and for me like what was really burning and there was this really powerful quotation i read from senator state uh, us where he said if every girl's scream was mapped on a righteous scale then every continent in the world would be shaking so this is huge huge cry like satyajit felt it the whole he met a survivor we saw what happened to her just by reminding her she froze after 2 years of leaving that space the fear the terror the screams of these girls which nobody can hear like these walls are like we are in an, i always say it's like a dog whistle it's a different frequency they are screaming at a different frequency and we as a humanity are not able to hear them so it's these things which really move me and i realize that be it an artistic uh, journey it's uh, it's also be my life journey and i'm like putting all my efforts into the space in a trying to break down demystify uh make this whole gray area of oh yeah it should not happen or bahut bura ho raha hai you have to move ahead of that what can i do about it what am i doing which i is affecting it how do i become a conscious citizen because we are talking about conscious citizenship in multiple other spaces in green energy in where are my vegetables coming from if you can better be bothered about where your green vegetable comes from coming from you better be aware of where that girl is coming from if she's standing on the road there does any 10 year old or 12 year old think i'll grow up and i'll become a prostitute so why does one imagine when they see them on the road ki wo apne ichha se khadi hai why do you even imagine she's doing that by choice of course i don't want to uh, step into an agency where there is choice that's mm-hmm. all good and today the way the world is moving there are people who come into the space by choice so we are totally okay with it but i really feel there is a very big dialogue which is lacking in um awareness of the space by humanity and i'm doing my bit in that space and i'm really i'm very very happy that i chose games as a very very uh space for me because it's all about community building so if i'm doing a public art project if i'm doing a social media campaign it's a community building just like that when i reached a gaming community it's a gaming community building and mm-hmm. i'm being delighted at the reception we've got from this community mm-hmm. and the kind of reviews we've received across the world from the game one the kind of platforms i've been called to talk on about the game because we've mm-hmm. attempted something which is so unique 
the very right. fact that we did a successful Kickstarter for the game too. So for me, it's community building. It's about mm-hmm. reaching every last person, making every person who comes in uh, touch with the topic to become catalysts for further change. Mm-hmm. Talking about the Kickstarter, uh, which was way back, uh, not way back, but in 2017. So how was that experience, uh, Lena? Like, uh, what uh, how did the funding help? And like, uh, then you also decided to publish the game yourself, right? So uh, from 2017, how like uh, the evolution of the game to 2020 and the year that it's been like, so talk us a little bit through that. Like how did like Missing Complete Saga become, uh, from 2017 become the Missing Complete Saga of 2020? So literally I'm like, this game is doing well. I didn't mm-hmm. expect the game one. I expected it to be a tool which I'll use, but the way it mm-hmm. had a life of its own, right? Like we got a million organic downloads. Right. And I'm like telling Satyajit, so we have to make a game too. He's saying, what rubbish? What rubbish? No, we are not. Literally, I dragged him into making the game too. Mm-hmm. I gave him the starter on a platter. <laughs> and I'm like, nobody will get this kind of, literally, I'm, I was Pasina vying of making that Kickstarter happen. And I said, just to give it to you. Mm-hmm. He had a person who was ready to do all that so that he mm-hmm. makes a game too. Right. So the game too, again, it was a journey. We had no idea what we were going to do with it. I just knew it has to be more immersive. I just knew that it had to be uh, more like an RPG, a bigger, mm-hmm. better version. And of course, the storyline, Satyajit knew the whole extent. He knows the before, he knows the after by then. Mm-hmm. And so we go in and experience some more. But literally, the Kickstarter, I remember literally I forced him. I said, you like it or not, I'm doing it. <laughs> he had no choice. So I just like a follow-up question to Satyajit maybe. So like some uh, games like these uh, where you are trying to tell a story, uh, especially from a perspective of some, uh, from a Nietzsche community, like you talked about the Syrian refugees and there are people who have, uh, who had made games about mental depressions uh, and like uh, 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 the feeling of loneliness and uh, other things. So most of these games are created on a, like a narrative, they're very uh, narrative driven. You know, uh, and lack for a better term, they're called walking simulators. Like the, they are visual novels and such that the player experiences. So, but what? But you chose to go on a different route. You like you want to create an RPG out of it, right? So, uh, when we think of it of of that game as an RPG, like what kind of mechanics are we thinking about, or what kind of uh, gameplay are we thinking about when we get to that game specifically? Mm-hmm. So, okay, um, <laughs> that walking simulator <laughs> thing is like, uh, there, are, there are nice games as walking simulator, you know, that like many games. Yep, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, which, which is kind of wrongfully termed as walking simulator, I would say that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, the thing is like, uh, um, after me doing Missing One, I, I was like a bit unhappy with this form of narratives as a medium of communication, you know, completed uh, like linear or little bit branched storytelling or something like that as a medium of communication because for the sake of the, this kind of subject, for example, we are trying to um, tell something different to the uh, players, like something, uh, give some different experience to the player. It's a novel thing. So now to actually make him understand something different, make somebody understand something different they need to make a model of that into their mind, you know, like something we all do, like our brains are very much capable to 
modeling model building like um, from different kind of experiences we make different kind of models in our like what you are saying right now what you play in a video game video the reason uh, video games are very good than any other medium uh, it's very easy for the brain to make efficient model of what happened what's happening through a video game rather than any uh, linear movie or any any kind of uh, uh, that kind of uh, thing any interactive sort of thing makes that but the narrative the, the medium of only using narrative like video uh, visual novels or something like that takes that kind of um, that model building uh, effort away that can only happen the model building can only happen if you give a complete sense of agency to the player so that they they feel that they are in the in in the hold of their own story in in the in the we we didn't want to um, in the in the second project this missing the complete saga we we thought we, we thought of kind of going away from telling the player any story rather than let the player make their own story because that would be the most efficient way to make their understanding of this world through their own stories and own way of exploring this and understanding and playing through this game rather than giving us them a set of challenges or gated narrator narrations and something like that so that they will just follow our kind of bread breadcrumbs and all and that that experience will be experience but that won't be kind of making enabling the player to make a complete understanding of the issue the world and our the depth of the problem as well the problem is not uh, what i what i researched about and the problem is very layered it's not like it can be termed as a like a trafficking or something like it's it's it has so many layers and it's so complex it it cannot be understood just with a narrative and something like that that it would sound like a sad tale or something like that you know mm-hmm. nobody is interested in uh, listening to a sad tale they want to make a difference let them try to make a difference in this in this situation and while trying to do that let them spin their own story and have their own understanding develop their own understanding of this world we wanted to i wanted to do that specific thing into this thing and for that i chose two different thing like the first the world has to be open world like it's not shouldn't be like a breadcrumb following a linear kind of platform kind of thing mm-hmm. and their second uh, there should be a complex system of managing skills and inventories that should be driving the players decisions you know like what are the choices and they should be able to project in their mind their okay let me plan this thing okay let me plan to actually do this thing and get this stuff and then i'll be doing they will make making those uh, little little branches of thoughts you know let them do that like they do in the real world or in a complex game or something like that so uh, only through that they will get a complete understanding that this is a world that has to be understood we want them to understand we don't want them to preach or anything we want them to expose them into our ecosystem and make them understand and let them find their own solution let them find their own failures it's not a game that you cannot fail they you this 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 in this game you can fail in a multiple ways the game uh, uh, as a gameplay wise the gameplay is very very humble and mundane there is um, no 
कॉम्बैट लाइक एन आरपीजी आरपीजी इज नॉट इन कंप्लीट आरपीजी आरपीजी इन आरपीजी कॉम्बैट इज द इज वन ऑफ द पिलर्स सो यू कैन कॉल इट दिस थिंग इज आल्सो एज अ वॉकिंग सिमिलर इफ यू वांट टू बट इट्स अ आई विल टर्म इट एज अ थिंकिंग सिमुलेटर बिकॉज यू कैनॉट इट्स नॉट अ समथिंग यू कैन जस्ट एक्सप्लोर एंड just uh, put things because the time is limited in this game every level time is limited time is always running the the girl is always growing up and the time is so short and you have to make such a complicated level of choices and projected choices so you can you want the player shouldn't be able to stop thinking about his next step or what she has to do or he or she has to do over there in the next few minutes or next a task or something like that so lot of explorations lot of choices lot of thinking has to be done if you want to get through this game and and develop an understanding of it there are multiple right. ways of failing this game multiple ways of succeeding this game there is no one way or two way or something like that um, but what the player will do when we're not dictating that is up to make her or his own choices so this is would be something like that if the the choice the for example i am giving a simple task like uh, she, she has to go to school where i am kind of uh, communicating but the school is far away in game time it will take a, like a 5 minutes of boring walk to it but what about the other violence through the all the all the all the paddy fields and all what about the uh, the uh, making friends with the cyclist that goes to the school area during this kind of time what about making and uh, just uh, giving something to the cyclist or making friends with him what about be, being not too much friend with him what about these things what about uh, this cyclist turning into a bad thing this all this complicated thing will go, only force the player to actually uh, try to make this 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 game is not going to be um, uh, very player entertaining only thing mm-hmm. where we we there will be there will be um, shades of reality where the player may not feel too much entertained but we want to give that away to actually paint a proper picture a full blooded picture of this world would not are like a monotone or something like that there should be multiple tones dark shades as well light shades as well colors as well shabby green as well or something like that it should be colorful the whole world the experience should be colorful not a monotone bright color or something like that <laughs> this is the thing i think it's some some maybe sounding some kind of abstract or something like that mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, the game oh, ideas are always ideas are always abstract yeah. uh, especially the artistic uh, although also and we are working on a demo latest mm-hmm. stations will be coming up so mm-hmm. we will be getting a better idea the players will be getting a better idea how the game will be actually playing out i had awesome. a question for Sounds both uh, lena and uh, satyajit uh, like you may, like since uh, lena you you can go first like uh, i mean since you decided ki you wanted this uh, subject to be presented in the form of a game uh did you like have you tried out any other games that also tackles such subject matters that you would also recommend uh, 
मे बी इट्स एंटायरली डिफरेंट इशू बट ऑल्सो एन इंपॉर्टेंट इशू दैट यू वुड रिकमेंड सेम टू सत्यजीत मे बी फॉर इंस्पिरेशन और यू नो मे बी अ गेम दैट मेड यू रियलाइज दिस मीडियम इज इज द राइट वे टू डिलीवर अ मैसेज लाइक दिस from what i know is that like i've heard is like see the gaming industry has been in kind of a nascent state like how you have mentioned right it's like i think satyajit mentioned that it's we in the silent era silent movie era there's so much more scope so i'm coming from that space of understanding that probably i'm an outsider i'm an accidental publisher but that's what's giving me the option or the will or even the desire to explore this different stories which probably no gaming agency or publisher existing publisher will do that makes me the maverick wanting to try to do this and i think uh, i mean like we know that the gaming space is a fantasy based space but for me i think it's i think people will be ready to explore different games people i think it's a very intelligent community and i think they should be and 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 i think they will be pleasantly surprised by having a very different kind of experience in this game it's like when you went and watched a ray film it was very different from what to what you generally watch but that doesn't mean that you didn't enjoy the ray films so i think the gaming community is ready to explore these really in depth new different spaces genres and um, that's what makes me convinced that we are in the right space and for the other games similar to this i think satyajit to be the better person to yeah um, look the uh, <laughs> i i held i hold this thought like um, uh, for like the games games are kind of just getting started as a medium um this is uh, this is so then it's so much to do because um right uh, right now we are kind of uh, this is only this is my personal belief and all uh, my personal uh, thoughts and all this is um, uh, we are only fixated on uh, shades of fun and entertainment uh, but there are other shades to explore as well uh maybe uh, there, there are people willing to do that but because making games are such a huge endeavor financially they are not willing to the studios are not willing to take risk on different kind of experimental projects that need to be done into this in this space there needs to be done because if if you just if you think like if uh, in the movie industry just held uh, give it a thought if it's kind of solely governed by <laughs> one studio producing superhero games or something like that just for the sake of how will that in the movie as a way of work of uh, art or something like that span out will that be uh, that would be something like a theme park ride or something like that like uh, martin sauces say you know mm-hmm. like uh, it it would be like for entertainment only it shouldn't be there are other shades of life as well that can be uh, that we can take inspirations from and translate that into this game this game medium but there should be there should be a process to actually um, facilitate that kind of space and that kind of productions apart from these all market focused product only kind of game is a medium of developing an expression as an art also rather than give it, making it into a product like a theme park ride you know that everybody should be enjoying regardless of any background or something like that 
game should have a varieties where there there, there should be diverse there there be diverse, should be and that should be taken very seriously as well there should be treated as a niche or something um you do as a like a past time part time or something like that that like a little bit experimentation there should be lot of focus on that in because there are there are lot to be done we are just uh, seeing the medium of game through the lenses of fun only there are other lenses there are other colors to be explored and i can guarantee you that that those colors will be as much engaging engaging as well i'm not terming the word entertaining i'm terming the word engaging as well exactly it's so uh, there a whole gamut of experience which are to be yet to be explored in games trafficking not and you can take inspirations from any slice of reality any slice of reality it doesn't have to be trafficking only any slice of reality any any story of reality for example just hold this thought like every every country has their own uh, um, even india has india in, in indian literature there are very few complete fantasy stories if you just know about indian literature in a depth indians are mostly into reality stories like um mostly inspired from reality slice of life this kind of stories not a whole fantasy building like tolkien or whatever you know that you cannot find them and indians are most focused on that they are bred and grow grew up on that who knows maybe that's why they are not interested the major part of the the whole indian society is not interested in game as well because they are fantasy oriented because they are they have a history of uh, non fantasy literature who knows that has to be explored what i'm trying to say that has to be explored why why this whole country doesn't like games take take games as a as a silly thing in western countries it's fantasy based mostly you can find a lot lot of fantasies so this so, this has to be explored right so when you do want to explore this uh, like uh, different kind of genre like what platforms do you plan to explore them on uh, do you have any plans to release them on consoles and if then when and on what consoles do you have like plans on the, with the with that in mind uh this this game regarding this game we are planning on pcs because uh we don't have that particular expertise expertise right now to actually port it into consoles we don't even don't know in, in studios in india who are kind of developing consoles games in full time yeah uh, it's a it's a mess uh, we know <laughs> uh, we console development in india is a mess uh, so but what about mobile do you plan to do it on mobile as well along with pc not this game not not okay. complete saga but mobile is some is 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 a grand medium where you will get a lot of players a lot of mm-hmm. players and, and it's the most effective medium yep. this particular mm-hmm. game is not only targeted as indian audience it's mostly targeted at western audience actually on the contrary we want them to understand them to actually have a more idea of the western audience has more idea of a alien as a elf like how the elf look like with sharpened ears and all they don't have any damn idea how a bengali look like <laughs> how come 
they live something in a island in a mass or something like that they don't know their whole world it's so we can give them so much entertainment than i help can give you know i mean so i this, think there are many there are real people, real, these people are real, they have real stories real inspirations don't you think we have enough inspirations to give into our western audience apart from jr tolkien hmm? there are lots of stuff do you think only burger is the food to eat there are lots of things to eat in this world my friend than burger so we have to expose them that is the india like early on even the western movies it's all about snakes and elephants and rishis and you know and i think even breaking that mold of india in the different uh, even gaming space is also really important so it doesn't have to be all about epics and uh, kings and queens you know and palaces india is not idea. about that you know so it's really important and uh, we're aiming it to the western audience of course we're aiming to the indian audience also we would love everybody to play it and um there's lots to be done in this space and i'm happy we've taken this space uh, this step ahead but we do want to at the next space if we get enough people takers to move it into a console uh, space also yeah yeah sure yeah um, like because we've had uh, like uh, other indian developers developers on the show uh, who had more like mainstream games and like uh, the insight that they had is like their game tend to sell more in overseas market than uh, than the indian markets like uh, yeah. it's it, that's been a thing uh, like across oh. the field so you cannot just appeal to the indian market at any point oh, of time no, even no, the, even though they are from the we have a complete understanding of the market first of all from mm-hmm. that kickstarter mm-hmm. if you just look into the kickstarter how many people backed us from um, uh, india mm-hmm. you will get an idea of how many games are going to be sold, sell going to sell in india right just the proportionate that you know so the main we got support the main how many did were... support you from india i want to know like <laughs> just you can pass give me a, give me a ballpark one figure one one or something like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone yeah. with a paypal account somewhere uh, donated 10 dollars or something like that now the payment is really um, is is not the key actually they they, they don't mostly they don't they, they there are very few people who have a better more uh, better appreciation in games than western audience western had western audience european audience particularly have more appreciation for games than any kind of indian audience you can they have, they study games in universities you know they have they they, they are far, far ahead in the thoughts and you can get lots of interesting players as well players players we we need players over there so all the even if you uh, look at our discord community you will find more western audience and more people supporting that and interacting with us with that than indian audience indian audience is not the target of his uh, this game we, we we want everyone to play this we want everybody to play this we want this game to be something that parents should tell their child to play <laughs> yeah not, I, i think not, not that play. might be a like a reach <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you should play this game if you if if you have to have an understanding of that if you if of in the, how how india works or whatever this community like, like, like any classic uh, literature or like any classic film like you know it's a very different experience you yep. would like to be in that journal this is a social uh, mirror 
we want to make this thing as a social mirror the mirror of the society in form of games we think if we uh, if you are able to do that then then it should stay with the audience for a long time stay with the players for a long time uh, yeah. so in that yeah lena go ahead i think reality is very realistic i think that's what's important and i think it's very important to explain uh, explore realism in games so that's what makes it unique so uh, in in that context uh, you know uh, talking about how you know uh, western audiences are appreciating games better or making games better uh, for someone uh, in india who's trying to get into game design development or anything to do with you know the development side of gaming uh, what is the kind of skill set that they might need and how can they break into this industry ah uh, uh, video video games are very very uh, very creative industry and very dynamic industry you, you first of all if you uh, there are many ways to get into that it's a very big industry you don't have to be a game de- game designer or you want to do you want to be a indie or something like that indie is the most <laughs> most brutal way of starting a, 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 into getting into game industry you can be an artist game artist game artist uh, uh, are hugely a require huge requirement for game industry uh, so for that you need to have traditional skills digital skills something like that as a game developer if you want to go into game design designing game games as well start with board games start with exploring board games because board, because board games have the all the rules exposed mm-hmm. in video games all the rules are hidden man the rules are not like, never exposed you don't know how this thing worked what you don't cannot get into the mindset of the game designer but in the board game you can get into the mindset of the game designer make and you can start it from the childhood as well you don't have to train yourself into coding or any, anything you just make variations of uh board games very interesting i also want to get uh, uh, lena's opinion because she is doing something very unique she's she's a game publisher from india uh, which is uh, even rarer to hear about than a game developer yes, so yes. Uh, like so there are two questions for so, like one like how how was the journey to being a game developer on steam like you uh, i'm assuming you did it as a person instead of like being a part of an organization and getting a lot of help plus uh, would you recommend people to become a game publisher and do you see yourself publishing uh, different games in the future like not just missing but if someone comes out a indie studio from bengal or like from from any other part of india reaches out to you that you have publishing experience now would you be able to publish my game would you be open to those kinds of uh, options so like i was saying i'm an accidental publisher and i'll not say i don't have publishing experience yet but mm-hmm. i hope by the end of the way the missing complete saga is coming along i'll have better understanding definitely right. because mm-hmm. this one is a paid game so i better get my all my <laughs> faculties right to get this right and right. i don't want to like my missing game one i would say i always treated it like the step child matlab ho gaya pada hai itna acha ho gaya i didn't even know what was happening and the world embraced it Mm-hmm. but i would say every month every year within this space is making me understand the space more what i feel is there's a lot of scope here but there should be kind of a framework where and i've had amazing support from the industry right even from everybody at igbc i said i want to do a panel i literally get people saying ha karo like i i literally the world has embraced the work we've done even mm-hmm. the kickstarter like i've had mentors from across the world i've had um, 
the media which our campaign got across the world was like phenomenal writers telling me i'm doing this article and i'm putting the money of this into the game kickstarter like like unbelievable kind of journey but mm-hmm. i feel it's really important if we can get a structure and space to even get uh, to nurture in the game developers a very basic understanding of the different parts of you know of the journey and mm-hmm. uh, which for me itself taught satyajit doesn't want to talk about marketing and <laughs> i hate him for it he gives me no advice no insights from him on how the market space works or the gaming space works mm-hmm. and then suddenly he throws something at me and i'm supposed to hear around helter skelter trying to figure out what he's saying so but he's been the team better i think he realized i needed some help now in this space so we are actually trying to make a strategy for the way ahead because a lot of hard work has gone into this and we really wanted to we want the good people in the community to play it experience it and i'd hate not to put my best foot forward and i'm attempting that with this one especially and uh, but i was saying it would be nice for a kind of a space where you know uh, the uh, if the indian gaming industry became a little bit more organized for helping indie developers mm. uh one to one it's really good i find but it all depends on me whom i ask for what but even if there right. was a structure or more uh, even i think learning curves or webinars or learning spaces on how should you why should you become a publisher what does it take mm. what is the mm-hmm. developer do even getting all these different phrases right i'm a total outsider mm-hmm. so for me to figure out oh i'm a publisher also was okay that's what i have to call myself you know to the journey to understand that because i came into this space very very i would say in a in a very passionate way mm-hmm. without really understanding the space so would you recommend like if somebody wants to uh, become a publisher uh, do you recommend uh, them going to igdc to find out how to become a publisher or like who who to reach out to or you i i <laughs> no i would say there should be a panel of i have some sort of people who i speak to now who i can pick up the phone and ask i've spoken to people like in the middle of the night whoever mm-hmm. i could at whatever point of time trying to figure out even whatever i had to for the game one for the game two marketing is multiple and it's little uh, sporadic and it's little i would say stunted and structured it's not it doesn't come together really well so there there've been lots of cases of taking one step forward and two steps back because every time you feel you're going ahead and then again you could retreat because we had a very major question of putting advertisements in the game one every time i nearly feel i should do it and then again i'm saying no so this kind of an understanding it would be good if there were something more which uh, indie developers could come in and get a basic understanding or a basic learning mm-hmm. or a very basic course on game and, development and if someone reaches out to you that you know you now are after missing link uh, after missing the complete saga somebody reaches out to you i made a small game and i would like you to publish it uh, would you be open to that like even if it's not related to you know a subject matter that you are accustomed to No, I, I don't see myself publishing any and every kind of game. It has to mm-hmm. link in some way with the with the journey. Unless mm-hmm. I have moved away from missing, it's gone right. in safe hands, and mm-hmm. I'm back to being. I'm at the moment so in so in, entrenched into missing in all the mm-hmm. work that probably mm-hmm. a few years down the line, I'd be happy to be able to step away so that all the agencies are moving ahead in their own. Right. you know in a respected manner then i'll be able to explore different genres 
and mm-hmm. i think um, from what i'm feeling that this space is really interesting it has a lot of promise i'd love to be able to do more here mm-hmm. thanks all right one last question i have uh, do you guys have uh, like a release date or a or a demo planned for the game before release even as ஒர்க் <laughs> 2 3 weeks at least or something like that we uh, hope to actually uh, g- uh, give a playtest version to the community uh, we in the first week of february but i think it will be getting delayed the thing is like we are challenging uh, going into uncharted areas of production as well with this pro- product um, for example we are using unity engine which is very rarely used in a open world game open world engines are different and that they has they are never attempted even with a small team uh, this uh, this is a quite mind boggling kind of eccentric level um ambitious project so um many things have to be get together to actually uh, make it work but hopefully um we will get a playtest version ready within within uh, a month or so for the community uh, we we will be doing a series of closed uh, playtesting before we churn out a demo at any festival maybe steam festival or other festivals as well uh, that will come after that uh, sessions of playtesting because we have very uh, as the way the industry works is as i figured out is mostly uh, through word of mouth if you don't have a huge marketing budget like reviewers are the key like the if if you get a good reviews and all that make can make a lot of difference and if you get review bombed that can make a lot of difference as well so mm. we we don't want to we we have spent so many hard years with this game we don't want to rush it at all we don't want to rush it we could have um, uh, the made a, a quicker deadline but it's not ready the game is not ready it needs more testing because we are very small studio that the play testers has to come from the community because you this is an open world many you can explore this game in a many open ways mm-hmm. so the play testing is the key over here mm-hmm. the, the more the bugs uh, we cannot see the bugs right now the developers cannot see the bugs right now they are too right. much money we are not too much too much mapic right now so we if somebody to... uh, wants to reach out to you and test the build uh, how should yeah. they uh, be able to get in touch with you satish yeah they can go join directly to our discord community it's linked mm-hmm. with the steam it uh, it's linked with our website everything uh, it's the main thing they have to join the discord community and in the play in steam also will be uh, they can wish list us so that when whenever we get into that play testing mode they will get notified from steam right. as well so um, steam has a nice feature added recently which is called playtest uh, kind of thing you can have a very short burst of playtesting and just it's not a demo it doesn't need 
it should, will not get review bombed you know um mm-hmm. and it's not a beta as well so you have to give away keys after keys for endless mm-hmm. period of time so it 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 works very well um and we are planning to use that from from time to time to actually test the game out because mm-hmm. the game can break in so many ways right now um uh, it needs to be tested uh, hopefully we'll be ha- having this game um our tentative uh, deadline is august september or something like that Mm-hmm. um we are targeting the june festival of steam um to make a demo and publish it uh, mm-hmm. should be a, a nicer demo so should get a good reviews from that but again it's very dependent upon the community mm-hmm. we cannot make this game if the, there are not enough play testers we should, right. won't be able to find out the bugs and it will get review bombed <laughs> so players can make a lot of difference right now Yeah, we just have to make sure we get them and get it yeah. done. We have yes, to wrap. Please go in yeah. the Discord side. Please communicate mm-hmm. with us, wishlist us any any way. We need players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll put out the word as well. Uh, maybe we can send some people to your way. And uh, you know, uh, it's been great talking to both of you. Uh, it's been a great conversation. Uh, you know, you are obviously your hearts in the right place. You're making. something where which is supposed to make a difference to the society you know and going for empathy instead of just entertainment which is uh, excellent to hear about uh, we hope to see you on the podcast again when the game is ready maybe in august uh, we'll see you so see both of you guys and then we can talk about more how the game actually came out to be uh, but uh, for for now lena satyajit take thanks for taking out the time to talk to us uh, it's been great uh hopefully we we'll, hopefully the best of luck with the game uh best of luck with the production issues uh, satyajit i don't envy you at all uh <laughs> and lena keep doing what you're doing i think uh, it's great uh, all the stuff that you've done uh it's inspiring for people who are not creative like me uh so uh, just keep doing what you're doing and you know and uh, like make more games like this i Thank hope to i hope this is second the third game takes shorter time to make <laughs> I know right yes done in 3 months that's the that's that's the uh, deadline that uh, normal <laughs> mobile games have these days 3 months wow that seems like a dream <laughs> and as long if you're working in ubisoft i think it's around 6 uh, months or 7 before you before a production build is ready um, uh, anyways uh, i'll have yeah. to figure something out i'll have to figure something out I am just not a taskmaster. I'm too much of an artist myself. My problem mm-hmm. is that the chief gets away with murder. <laughs> <laughs> and because I'm an artist myself, it's so difficult for me to put on that publisher's hat and as if this mm-hmm. I'm top clicking, clock picking. I mean, I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. But but even even yeah, Satyajit yeah. knows there are certain yeah, that must be a challenge in itself, right? You know, from uh, moving from an artist to you know someone who has to. Uh, put in deadlines and ask questions when right. this will be ready. Oh, big challenge! I'm totally incapable. I'm incapable <laughs> to do it. It's too conflicting for me. I hate conflict, yeah. and um, and Satyajit takes very good advantage of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, 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 I must say that I've, I've been uh, lucky enough more than most of the game designers in the world to actually work on this uh, this kind of projects. Then that. Uh, that gives a scope to video medium of video games to make a some kind of difference to make mm-hmm. the world uh, just not 
entertainment is good good enough to make a difference i i i respect that of course like but there are many more we can do with video games and and without lena i should uh, there are very few game designers who get get a scope like uh, lena has given to me so mm-hmm. um, hopefully there would be more publishers uh, coming up with projects like that missing uh, the complex saga is a very very i i think is a very important keystone because mm-hmm. people if it becomes a financial success it it can pave uh, um, its road into a different form of games different types of games which kind of uh, um, because right now the game genre i feel very is very repetitive the all the game industry same mostly same kind of things are going on apart from the indie side indies are mm-hmm. <laughs> mostly do some experimental things you can find more innovation in game jams than in mere pre- premium games you know Mm-hmm. it's it's so frustrating like you to see same kind of mechanics same kind of rpg mechanics same kind of overused over over again we need a breath of fresh air may no people who kind of take challenges only a financial success can pave that way only right. that uh, mm-hmm. without any any doubt do you really have to do it yes, really have to do it <laughs> Yeah, and the good thing about like uh, you said, it has to be financial success, right? But uh, with the with video games, even though uh, I think it will be an important keystone, even if it's not a financial success. Having said that, the thing with video games are if they're appreciated, they turn out they turn out to be financial successes, yeah, like over time. It's a it's not like movies uh, which become cult classics. Uh, if there is a following for a video game, they turn out to be financial successes in the end, right? So it always turns out that way. Uh, on like that note. Say- Uh, given the yeah. subject matter like uh, i've played uh, games with heavy subject matters and uh, even where the gameplay lacks because the subject hits home uh, yeah hits mm-hmm. close to the heart uh, they and like they mostly very beloved so i'm really looking forward oh. to what you've pitched it's i i'm i'm interested in it yeah, yeah. we have a very small team very small team uh, <laughs> Uh, last time, time I, I I had the smallest team in this world. <laughs> last time, last time Manas was so excited. It was for Watch Dog Legions, and Sushir was Sushir was so excited for Cyberpunk 2077. So oh. both of you, all three of us, are really excited for you know. It's it's good to hear what you've been talking about, and I think uh uh it it is shaping up to be a great game, especially with passionate people behind it. Uh, yeah. So you know, best. Yeah, we are trying to do our best. and be uh, be honest with that and we're going all our forces into it let's hope it will work out definitely yep yep uh you know uh, best wishes to both of you uh, best of luck for the future and with that i think uh, we come to the end of the show uh thanks for listening in guys uh, if you if you like what you see if you like what you hear uh follow us on youtube facebook uh twitter uh this podcast is also on spotify anchor and apple podcast and google podcast so if you find us give us a five star rating and follow us there and until next time uh we will see you next time bye 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 thank you thank you guys